Let's get into this word. We've been talking about full circle, and and, and it's, so, it's just so interesting. We've had a lot of conversations. We've been talking about this morning in the discipleship class how, you know, we're coming full circle in the reality of understanding what a disciple means. How we have walked through the disciples' cross, you know, uh, being anchored in the word, praying in faith, witnessing, and uh, fellowshipping with the others. Then the disciples' personality, giving up our attitudes, uh, you know, for God's will. Then disciples' victory, having victory over the flesh. And now we're on the disciples' mission, really um, utilizing and valuing every connection we have to draw people into the kingdom of God. Um, and, you know, we, you know, you go through different things and people go, you know, if I only had the answers, but God's been giving them to us. And hopefully you guys have time, 915 Hopefully you make time, 9.15, to, uh, to uh, embrace the discipleship classes. Just get some foundation. Um, it kind of helps you to absorb God's insight and revelation, even what we're talking about on Sundays. Uh, so, so in talking about full circle, we ended up last week saying that God's full circle is bringing things back into balance. Even in his original plan, he, he had a Lucifer. He told him he sealed up the sun. We read that. Uh, in uh, Ezekiel 28, um, then we read in Daniel how, you know, he says, uh, uh, you've been found wanting, missing. There's things out of balance. And we read in, uh, in Proverbs 11 that an unjust weight is an abomination to the Lord. And a lot of times in our life when we're depressed or we're funky or we end up falling into vices, we're feeling that weight. We're feeling that out of balance. We're feeling something, something's missing and we get thirsty. And the, and the adversary's job is to send us counterfeit things, things that can't quench our thirst, but create thirst, right? And so we find ourselves spiraling into things that is taking us even more out of balance and we feel more depressed and more frustrated. Um, you know, then we, you know, we find ourselves getting caught up. Now we're uh, enslaved by the same thing that we use to soothe us. You know what I'm saying? And, and not because we're tripping or not like that. We just doesn't, we don't understand that there's things, there's something missing. You know, there's, there's a void. There's some things missing. And so we've been talking about trying to get, bring things back into balance, um, uh, bringing things back to uh, just a full circle of what God planned. Let's go to Hebrews, Hebrews 6. We'll start out with Hebrews 6, and then we'll, we'll kind of... Not kind of, but we'll get into what God wants to talk about. Probably going to revisit this scripture a couple times today, but Hebrews 6. And we're going to read verse 12. It says this, it says, and that you be not slowful, right? And that's uh, uh, disinterested or spiritual sluggards, right? Lazy. Uh, so be not slowful, but followers of them who through faith um, and patience inherit the promises. Through faith and patience inherit the promises. And so, so, so again, there's a... Uh, 
there's a, there's a, there's a place in our life where we were kind of out of pocket. We decide to get back in the pocket. So God starts to sow uh, uh, word, direction, truth, guidance to get us out of that place. You know, like if you're if you're trapped, or if you're bound, or if you're lost. And somebody's trying to give you insight and direction. So, so from the time we were brought out of darkness into his marvelous light, God has been feeding us the directions to get to fulfillment. Now, some directions that we've chose to embrace and some of them we've chose to reject. Most of the ones we embrace are the comfortable ones or the things that we're comfortable at doing. The ones we reject are things, ah, I don't think that's important. I don't need all that. But God is saying, hey, you were dark. You ended up in darkness, you end up lost, you end up bound because you did it your way. So you already know your way does not work. He says, so now you've crossed over into the light, I'm going to give you some information, some direction. But the direction is taking us somewhere. And so sometimes along the path of direction, uh, children can attest to this. Some of y'all, some of us were children, we can attest. There's things right now that we were told when we were young, we're going, I get it now. You know, unless we're just prideful. You know, we, we say, I get it now. Ah, now I understand why. I, I hear from my son constantly. He go, he says, we was talking to us the other day. He says, every time something comes up, he said, he said, he said, he said, Dad, you don't think I'll be paying attention. He says, but I get it. I see why you said that. I see why you and mom said that. I see why you said this. I see why you said that. And I, I always take it back to a conversation we had. It was our first house. We was in the driveway. We didn't have a garage. But we just happy to have the first house. And so we were sitting in the driveway. I said, son, I said, some things you're going to get right now. Like when I share it with you, you'll be like, dad, I got it. I said, some things you ain't going to get to maybe a few weeks or a few months from now. Some things you're not going to get to a few years from now. I said, some things you ain't going to get until you have your own children. And I remember his, his response. I don't know if you remember this, son. But his response was almost like, man, what you trying to say from the angle of, you're almost trying to say, like, there's some things I don't know or some things I can't grasp. And that's exactly what I was saying. But I wasn't saying it as a put down. I was saying it because I went through the path and we all go through it. You evolve. There's, there's things people told me, man, please, man, I don't need to. That ain't even important. They ain't even necessary. I'm doing those things now. <laughs> I'm doing, all the things that I didn't think was important, I'm doing those things now. I remember when I first came into the kingdom in ministry, because I was, I was in the Word. Like, once I committed to God, I just got into the Word. Like, so I remember, you know, I would hear about school and stuff like that. I was like, man, you know, I might go to school, whatever. I mean, everybody ain't got to go to school. You know, <laughs> this is my thing. And uh, the pastor had mentioned going to school for discipline. So I said, well, I'll just go for discipline. I was already working full time. I was already in ministry. But he had a goal for me to go to school. But, man, I learned so much. Like, I realized so much. And, and so I, I said that to say there's a reason why. You may not understand the reason why at every stage, but God is saying, I'm God. You don't trust me? And then sometimes we'll, we'll read the word and we'll go, how do I know that's true? Well, how do you know Facebook is true? How do you know that the news report is true? Some of y'all are, are, are in careers where you're you, you reading, or in some cases, some of y'all ain't reading, you're Googling 
all types of things. How do you know it's true? And you don't question it. Just, just it's feeding you the information you think is important. You don't question it. How do you know the last thing you heard while you were chatting or talking on the internet is true? But you'll fight your family for those things and question the almighty God? Listen, I don't see none of y'all complaining that that sun came up today. But I also know y'all don't know how. Even if you went to school, you really don't know how. God made sure that sun sustains itself on its axis and stays there. Right? We're sitting here, none of us floating around this room. Do you realize if we go outside of the atmosphere of earth, we're all going to be floating? In this realm, God created something called gravity so we can all walk around. We can all sit still, some of us, right? But nobody's kicking and screaming and complaining about these things. God that put this sun up in the sky that created this gravity, matter of fact, some of y'all have great minds. Phenomenal thinkers, like some of you are thinking some of the, all the wrong things, but you do got great minds. You're using the mind that you got from God, that you don't know how you got it, to complain about what God says. So you're using what God gave you, that you're taking for granted, and going, well, I just don't think it was, that, that's important. Well, how do I know God? People are actually saying they don't, believe, they don't even believe there is a God. With the mouth God gave them. Help me. You're taking the mouth God gave you to question God? The mind God gave you to think about and justify reasons not to line up with God's word. As opposed to saying to yourself, God gave me all this. God created all this. God is that powerful. Listen, cameras are catching up to God's design called the eye. So man is catching up to how God created something that sees something, clicks the lens, takes a picture, puts it on a canvas of your imagination where you can see the image. Every time you blink, you're taking a picture. That's what they came up with the idea from cameras. So, so it's catching up. Voice activation is catching up to what God did when he created the world. He spoke things into existence. God said, let there be light. But I guarantee, listen, I'm older. So in the early years, you said, when I was preaching, hey, you know, God said, let there be light. God said to be affirming. Okay, wait a minute. So like God just said it and everything just started moving. Oh, but it's happening now? You talking to Siri and everybody else to turn your lights on and turn your car on? Voice activation is happening now? We don't, see, now because you can, you can use your intellect to process it, and you still don't know how it's happening. Because not too many people in here have really gone into the detail of understanding why when you speak to your phone, it writes that to sentence. Now, I know it's 26 syllables and it's 40 voice patterns, and, 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 it, and it, that computer takes it in, absorb it, and it triggers, almost like, like triggering locks to open. You know, it triggers, it triggers 
keys to re- be released. A is released and, and K is released and L is released. Because every time you speak, it's, it's creating a, 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 a force. And that force is creating a trigger that's actually manifesting and moving to do what you say it's supposed to do. Oh, but we ain't questioning that. Yeah, I, I just talked to a guy who was locked up for years. He's a, uh, well, he's a former professional. I won't say the profession. But so we were talking, and he was like, man, I'm just trying to figure these phones out. I said, they probably get on your nerves, ain't they? Because when he went in, you couldn't do the things you could do with phones. Matter of fact, some of these people are seeing people walking around talking, and they're like, man, everybody don't want crazy. <laughs> these folks going around, everybody talking to themselves. But people got ear, got earpieces and all types of stuff. So we take it for granted. I'm saying all this to say, there's a why. Do you know there's a why? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. What's the thing? Elemental. Elemental. Like elemental, like we just created a little, a little package there. Right? But guess what? When we were in school, we went in the class. <clears throat> Look. It says, it says, go back to being the heart of a child. We went into class, and we just, listen, I'll show up, spelling bee, whoo, give me a Fifth Avenue bar if I win. You know, I, I just, see, I just wanted the, the, uh, alphabet, spelling bee, stuff like that, but it was a Y for that. See, I thought I was playing the game, but I was being taught words. Go and research what they tell you to do when children are born. They'll tell you that the child will babble at first. And then it says they'll be putting together babbling, like it'll look like their babble is harmonizing. Right? So these are stages. They babbling, they talking crazy. Like they're talking in tongues because they just came from heaven. And then they're learning English, so now that, 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 that. They'll repeat stuff over and over and over. Nobody trips. Spooky. No, they go, okay, they're trying to formulate language. Then they'll start putting sentences together. They, they go through the process. It's the same thing when you speak in tongues. You battling at first. Then you start to repeat phrases in your spiritual language. Then you st- you're able to articulate and communicate. You, you, it's like you're going in reverse. But it's a process, and you start teaching them uh, words. You start, I, I used to teach uh, the kid, uh, uh, Marlo, I used to teach colors. you teaching somebody colors, you say, that's blue. They have no reference for blue. Okay. So, so what are they really saying? Okay. If you say that's blue, I'm going to take your word for it. Listen, you say that's blue. I'm not even going to take your word for it. For the rest of my life, I'm going to be speak. When I see that color, I'm going to speak what I see based on what you told me. Now we get older, this is how we operate. God is telling us in his word, it's blue. He's saying it's blue. But we're going, yeah, right. Man, that ain't blue. Man, oh, I'm supposed to believe that. How do I know uh, somebody didn't change that? And it really is red. <laughs> See, the same principle that we had when we were young is how we are now. That's why it says some of us are babes. We can't take the sincere milk of the word. We're, we're, 
We're questioning things. Where did that come from? We're the same people, but something happened in our thinking. Right? And so, but the whole process, it was going somewhere. Like, I, I, listen, I can read the Bible now. But you know how it started? A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And guess what? In that one year, I didn't learn how to read. But I did learn alphabet. How come, see, see, some of us, the way we are now, okay, so really we're going to just be doing this alphabet all day? How long are we going to be doing this alphabet? Let's get to reading. You, nobody said let's get to reading because we didn't know that was the goal. We just trusted the stage. But the stage had a why. It had a full circle. Full circle was us reading now. Writing now. Guess what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It was just numbers. But it, it had a why. When you completed that stage of numbers, guess what? Addition. Subtraction. Guess what? Multiplication. Look. Algebra, trigonometry, right? Stages. See, and I'll be real with you, I was a math, um, I, I majored in math, but didn't really know what the goal was. If I knew what the goal was, if I knew the why, I'd be an engineer right now. I'd still be pastoring, but, I, I, but, but my secondary trade would be an engineer. I would have just made, because, but, but when I got to college, I was like, okay, we, this, this math, it ain't a thrill no more just to answer, just to answer, just to get stuff right. See, my thrill was I'm a problem solver. This is, you see me all day in math class. I mean, we can go through all that if you want to. I just get the answer. And I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not saying I the boast, but then I got to a point where I was like, that wasn't no thrill no more. Because now I'm in college and I'm experiencing life and people from different places and stuff like that. I was like, man, what does math got to do with life? This is what I said. After calculus three, I just bailed out. Because I didn't know there was a why. There was a full circle. There's a reason why my mind was mathematic from birth. It lines up even with what I do now. There's a reason why I had great recall. Lines up with what I do now. There was always a why. It's the reason why I like writing. It lines up with the full circle of what I'm supposed to do now. If not now, when? Finish these books, right? It was the reason why I always did art my whole life. I drew. I, I learned to draw. Even when I had majors in college, I minored in art all the time. It was a why. I do graphics here at the church. There's a Why? Will you get to your why? Or bail out? I don't understand why this. There was a why that I was raised with those foster parents on 139 Goldsmith Avenue in North New Jersey. There was a why. The reason why I was separated from my family for a while. There was a why. The reason why I went through that stuff like, really? Are we going to be doing this for how long, God? There was a why. There was a why there was a reason why you went through the path you went through. There is a why. Are you going to come full circle and complete it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the two shall be one flesh. <laughs> right? There's a why. And that's, that's why we're talking about full circle because 
This is the year where you'll see the wise. Unless you stay stuck in the lies. See, anything outside of God's design, that's a lie. You're not on the path to fulfill purpose. You're off the path. Right? All right, so just outbursts and stuff like that. You know, what's wrong with that guy? You know, it's pretty serious. Calm down, brother. Don't take it. Don't, don't get so serious. All right, so this is the thing. Like, so we talked about being out of balance and how in, originally in Genesis, God created us to have dominion, be fruitful, multiply, and, depend, and replenish. So, so he started out with giving us power. Even when Jesus showed up with the disciples, first thing he did was, okay, because I can see, like, man, let me just at least give you a little power right now so you can, you know, taste it and, 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 and have a, oh, that's right, social distancing, my bad. <laughs> I just, I just, you know what I'm saying? I just, all right, so, because I can come over here, right, because we're together. <laughs> right, so, 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 see, all these little different things and these, these ebbs and flows God has set up from the foundations of the world. He always had a big picture in mind. The Bible says he declared the end from the beginning. He's requiring that which has already been, right? And so, so he, 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 even when he showed the disciples, he gave them a piece of power for a reason. He says, I go out, he said, I'm going to give you power over the demons and, and you can heal the sick and raise the dead. But it wasn't full power. It was enough for them to go out and go, whoa. We're missing out here. See, he was saying all this stuff that's been offered in the world is counterfeit. It can never fill you or thrill you or fulfill you at all. It can, it, you can get a temporary pleasure, but it never, you, and why are you still thirsty? So, so in college, I, I used to call uh, uh, drugs or cocaine and things like that, I called it more. And the guys, why you say that? I said, because the more you do it, the more you want it. I'm, I'm what, 18, 19 years old. I knew enough to know, oh, this is, this, there, you ain't getting no thirst quenched out of this. It's just going to keep dragging you along, right? But you'll never get your thirst quenched. And so God, when he came to the disciples, he knew they had been operating in their life and careers and doing different things like that, but they weren't getting their thirst quenched. So he said, here, here's, here's, here's where I'm trying to take you. I'm going to give you a taste to create a thirst for where I really want you to go. And so they came back. Whoa, man, even the demons are subject unto us. But then they got to a certain level where they recognized, how come we couldn't cast out that demon? So, so, so we have, there's some limits. What it did was it created a thirst for them to, we, first of all, what, what we experienced was enough for, for us to change our traje- tra- trajectory in life. Number one. Number two, we realize it ain't enough. There's more. So we're just going to roll with you as disciples until we get what we need to walk in our full power. But we're going to stick with you, complete our full circle process so we can experience that next level power. Because I think what we realize now is that's the only thing that's going to quench our thirst. What we were doing, we thought would quench our thirst. But we keep having these 
depression flare-ups, anger flare-ups, resentment and bitterness flare-ups, envy and jealousy flare-ups, right? Clouded flare-ups. We keep having these flare-ups where it seems like we take four steps forward and slip 17 steps back. It's like we're going through this cycle. And, and, then, and then we get caught up in the lust of the world. The lust of the eyes, the lust of the world, and the pride of life. We get caught up in the deceitfulness of riches. So, 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 hey, just show us how to do this thing. And so he wanted to bring us back into some power, get us back to power. So we can't allow anyone to dilute our power or forfeit our, our access to power. We can't be in situations where we're losing power. Like we're making decisions, and the decision before you make it, you know you ain't going to be powerful. We're making weakening decisions. And we think we can afford to be weak, and then now we need something, we need strength. So, so you know, it takes strength sometimes to, to endure your process. You know, it takes strength to do that. Sometimes it's just, I don't want to do it. I don't want to grow up. You know, I want to be, I'm not going to do the commercial, but you know. Sometimes you don't want to grow up. But when you have strength, you know you need to grow up. And you're willing to do what it takes to grow up. Sometimes you don't want to be great. Because it's, it's, it's like you want to be great all the way until it looks like you're about to cross over to be great. You're like, oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. This was a nice ride, but I don't want to get to the destination. That's just too much. I don't know. Suppose I mess up now. Suppose I blow it. I mean, behind the scenes, I can kind of make some mistakes and be like, oh, I probably came at that from the wrong angle. Remember what we were talking about this morning? If you're in a stadium and if, you, if, if, if you've... Uh, allowed yourself to absorb cursing all the time, and from time to time you slip in cursing, and somebody asks you to speak in a stadium, you represent Christianity, and you curse it. Not because you're trying to curse, it slipped out. But now millions of people are watching you. Well, some people never recover from that. You know, people have lost their jobs for one slip. One slip. And so some people run from the platform because they, they, I might slip, I might mess up, you know. Suppose I do the spiritual surgery and they don't survive. So I'd rather not pray for them. Because if they, if they don't come through, they might blame me. So, hey, I'll just hide. I'll just run. I'll just pretend I didn't hear. I need to go to another. There was a call, but I didn't hear it. <laughs> So if I didn't hear it, I don't have to answer, right? <laughs> right? What? What call? Somebody called me? Who? God called. No, no, no. I don't recall no God calling me. No, no, no. You got the wrong person. Right? All because we think it's, it's our responsibility, but it's not. It's God's. He's trying to, he's trying to get something to us, right? So, so look at this. Uh, uh, I'm just going to I'm gonna just quote it real quick. And, you know, you write it down, please, for your own study. But 1 John 3, 8. 1 John 3, 8. It says, for this cause was the Son of Man manifested to destroy the works of the devil. Right? And, 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 and how did he destroy the works? It's not just him by himself. We talked about this in discipleship class. 
He destroys the works of the devil with our obedience. See, see, by him living in us and us being obedient to his leading, he gets to destroy the works of the devil. So when we're living in worship, when we're loving God's design for us, when we're offering that design back to God, now everything's in proper balance, not imbalance. Now there's no false waste and there's no abominations. So the devil's, part of the devil's work is, works is to dominate God's kingdom. But Jesus gets to destroy the works of the devil when you're living out what your purpose to do. Because each person that's fulfilling their purpose, that's so much light, darkness can't handle it. And darkness has to flee or run from light, John 1, 5, right? All right, so, so, so look, at, look at what's going on here, and we'll look at Matthew 11. Matthew 11, uh, verse 12. See, because this full circle on why connects to why Jesus came, why your life was saved, why you're supposed to be living for Christ, why you even um, uh, uh, designed for such a time as this, right? And so, so, so Matthew uh, 11. All right, so from the days of John the Baptist until now, from the days of John the Baptist, and now I'm not going to get into the whole 42 generations thing, but for the, from the days of John the Baptist till now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing, right? And, the, and forceful men lay hold of it. It says, for all the prophets and the law prophesied unto John, right? Right? And, and it says, uh, so, so basically what it's saying is, you know, another version says the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, the violence taketh by, by force. And so what it's saying is that, that because of the darkness in this world, God started a plan, and the plan is forcefully moving. It's moving at a rapid pace, even though sometimes it doesn't look like it's moving at a rapid pace. But it's moving at a rapid pace, and, but the, the adversary is in panic. See, the adversary doesn't look at time the way we do. He's in panic. Matter of fact, for someone to put impatience in you, in you, they would have to be impatient, right? For someone to put fear in you, they would have to have fear. So imagine what's on the inside of the adversary. Extreme fear. Why would you, why would you hide? You know, like I grew up in the hood. People that, that was tough, they ain't hide. You know, this is right down the hill, open. Even when I was compromising, I never hid it. It wasn't, it wasn't a secret. Everybody knew I was compromising because I'll tell you. <laughs> If I had a brown paper bag, what's in that? I pull it out because <laughs> I wasn't hiding. You, you see what I'm saying? So, so the adversary is in fear, so he's hiding, but he's cl uh, a clandestine way trying to forcefully take over the kingdom. And, and so, so anytime we compromise or yield, sort of like what Adam did originally, what uh, Esau did, giving up his birthright, anytime we just kind of are dismissive or casual or slowful, we're giving him a foothold. You know, for years, people would teach on the Jezebel spirit. It's, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a male or female could be attached to it, but that's a manipulative spirit. Well, the whole thing about Jezebel, Jezebel tries to discredit authority so they don't have to answer to it. 
right? It's, it's a subtle move, you know. It's, it's the question authority, so I don't have to answer to it. Everything's about so I don't have to be accountable or responsible. And so the adversary uses these tactics, manipulation, uh, questioning authority, anything for us not to embrace the life of disciples and walk in full power. Anything to get us out of completing our full circle to go to the next level. Because he figured, uh, and somebody said this, I think you said it, Guy Talk, I'm not sure. Uh, or one of the guys on Guy Talk was saying that they, uh, oh, it was, I think it was you. Uh, you were talking about Balaam. And they tried to get Balaam to curse the children of Israel, right? Is that right? Yeah. I'm saying that right. right okay. Uh, and so he said, no, nah, I can't curse what God is blessed. But then you were talking about how he says, but if you really want to get them, you would have to get them to curse themselves. He says, you, you ain't going to be able to get them, which just trying to curse them. You got to use them against themselves. Well, where do you think that plan came from? The adversary trying to use us to speak words against ourselves. You snare by the words of your mouth. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Trying to get us to use what little power we have against ourselves. Right? Trying to, see, trying to bring things into an imbalance, an improper balance. Trying to steal our power. The Bible says uh, Satan tries to sift you as wheat, break you down. I pray that your faith fails not. That your faith in your process to complete your full circle does not fail. No matter what comes at you, no matter what comes at you, <laughs> right, no matter what comes at you, you're still moving along. Uh, David said in Psalms 23, 27, 13, he says, I would have fainted. I would have given up unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord land of the living. I know that's not available for the people online because that just came out of my spirit. But he said, I would have I quit. I would have not completed my process. But, listen, it's excruciating. Sometimes it seems lonely. Like, sometimes it seems like it's never going to happen. But our trust is not in the circumstances, in the comfort or the convenience of them. Our, our trust is in what God is saying, just like back when we were young and somebody said, that color's blue. I, I, that's where our confidence is. Our confidence is, God says something to me, I believe it just like I believe blue was blue. Having no other reference for blue, not seeing blue ever manifested before, I trust it. God is saying, if you, if you embrace your process, it would be nice if we all went through the same process. That would be cute. Or would it? See, it's customized. It's not long. It's, it's, it's the time it needs to take to purge what needs to be purged, to grow what needs to be grown. Not, it's, not, it's not even based on how you perceive it. You're not a considered. You're a disciple. You're, you're the vessel designed to be used. Blue didn't care what your age was. Like you can go, well, I don't believe it's blue. You can get mad that somebody said blue. It didn't make a difference. Matter of fact, you can get mad that, well, I just don't understand why I got to go through all this to learn words. Some people right now are hiding because their education is limited because they cheated 
the process. You got people right in here are supposed to be great authors, but they cheated the process. You got people here are supposed to be great business person, but they cheated the process. You got some people in here actually supposed to be running the company they're working for. And, and actually are always fighting to jockey for position to run stuff because they, they're designed to run it. They just didn't embrace the process. And they're sitting there constantly getting on your nerves. You know the people who's con- All right, here they come again. Like, don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. You walk in the break room, they're like, no, just, 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 just. If you don't say nothing, then they won't talk. And then maybe they get out of here. <laughs> then, it, then it's a project. Oh, ooh, ooh, I hope I don't get hurt. Yo, yo, I hope I don't get hurt. You got her last time. Look at you. You still bleeding. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, then you get the pro- Oh, oh, man. Because the person is aggravating everybody because they know they're supposed to be further than they are, but everybody else is paying when you're supposed to be paying. It's just, you got to pay. You got to go through the full circle. It don't happen by osmosis. It don't happen because of longevity. You can sit here, come here every service and sit in the pews and be around here for 10 years ago. Well, I don't understand. I've been here longer than such and such. I don't understand why I'm not in that position because it ain't got nothing to do with longevity. Then you can say, you can constantly, hey, Pastor Mel, you're wonderful, Pastor Mel. Can I get this for you, Pastor Mel? Hey, this is wonderful. You want 17 of these? <laughs> It's not, it's not by proximity either. Promotion comes from God. And God has set up a full circle process. And when you complete it, you go to the next level. It happens in school all the time. They ain't just passing you to the next grade. And if they pass you to the next grade, you don't deserve to be there. You, you're limited in what you can do. You're on a team, but you can't even read the playbook. So you get cut because you're always in the wrong place. But education wasn't important. You keep you skipping stuff and thinking you want to be great. It doesn't happen. You got the job, you got the position, and you're sitting around going, I hope nobody doesn't know that. I don't even know the basic fundamentals of this job. Because I hustled my way to get here. So I'm going to be here for a while, but I'm about... I'm, it's inevitable I'm losing my job because I don't really know what I'm doing. So even the people ahead of you, they don't know what they're doing. They won't be there long because they don't know what they're doing. The Bible says everything in, 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 in hidden shall be revealed. Your confidence is God will reveal everything. So all you got to do is, guess what? Embrace your process. Don't compare yourself to nobody. Don't worry about who's ahead of you. Don't worry about who's behind you. Don't worry about who's look like they're in position. Don't make a difference as long as I complete my process. I'm going to get what I'm supposed to have. I'm going to get my why. There's a why waiting on you to complete your process. So kick and scream all you want. Like, like around here, you can kick and scream all you want. It, it's, not, it's not our church. It's God's. It's not our job to, 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 to decide who should be in what position. It's God's. Hey, hey, you want to buddy up to somebody? We talked about the discipleship class. Buddy up to God. Hey, hey, wouldn't that be a novelty, DJ? People just buddying up to God. Hey, God, you want me to do this? You need me to do this? You want me to do that for you? Hey, God, how you doing today? Well, I, now I'm just in the area. Just in the area. Just here. Just thought I'd drop by. 
See how you doing? Hey, God. You know what? I knew you was busy talking to people. I was going to take as long as I could just to make sure I had my own time with you. No, 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 no particular reason. You know, I just, you know, want to get some wisdom, insight, you know, this, that, that. Buddy up to God. How about that? If you want to be promoted, you want that favor you're looking for. Ooh, wouldn't that be a novelty? We're neglecting God and buddying up to flesh and blood. And flesh and blood can't promote you. <laughs> okay. All right, so the scripture says this in Romans 8, 19. All creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God, right? And it, it goes on to say, uh, I think you get down to verse 21, it says, groaning and travailing for you to complete your process. We making people mad, right? Because we got to complete our process. You always hear, man, the person had a tremendous amount of potential. I don't know what happened to them. You ever heard what happened to them? They didn't complete the process. They didn't go full circle. They just focused on one thing, not the whole package. Like, I can't be pastoring and, and, and we're not the best of friends. That is not working. It's impossible. Oh. Let's rewrite the tape. There was a piece in there that if you, you had to really pay attention. I can't be pastoring if me and him are best friends. If, if, if imagine I'm picking and choosing what I want to, want to listen to from God. God, that's cool, but that don't even make sense. So now when it comes down to you, it's filtered. So it's converted from the prophetic into my personal preference, into what I think is important, or I speak it out and recognize I'm compromising in that area, so I kind of reel it back in with a justification. Oh, no, I'm not saying that you ain't supposed to drink, drink. What I'm saying is, you know, because I just really, the Holy Spirit spoke it, I heard it, and now I got to change what I say to justify what I'm doing. How does that work? That's what we're doing. See, see, you, 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 soon as God calls you, that's where ministry starts. You have a tangible way of growing and an intangible. So it's already, it's already kicked in. It says, with your kids. That's your church. With your friends that you hang out with. You're already on the, on, on the mission field. You're just looking past the mission <laughs> to get to where you want to be. It's right there in front of you. It's already, be, it's already begun. The song we just listened to is Just Begun. <laughs> All right. That wasn't, I ain't going to sing that song. <laughs> it had nothing to do with godly stuff, right? I said, look, look here, uh, uh, John 1. I said, so he's trying to uh, bring us back to uh, sons and heirs, all creations wait, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. But he's trying to return us back to uh, power and authority. You know, that's, that's why Jesus did what he did with the disciples, that's why God started us off with power, because he knew the adversary was kicked down from heaven, and he was down here, and you would need power to destroy the works of the devil, right? He understood that, so he made sure he uh, 
it, it, it was important to him that you had purpose, but purpose with power. So, so here in um, John 1, now, first of all, it says this in the word. Okay, John 1, let's start at verse 1. It says, we're going to get to verse uh, 12 and 14. But it says, uh, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And the same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. And in him was, was life, and the life was the light of men. And, right, and that light shineth in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. And then drop down here, verse 14, it says, And the Word, the same Word that was in the beginning, the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So Jesus is not just speaking the Word, He is the Word, right? And, and it says He became flesh. Well, why did He become flesh? He became flesh so flesh could become the Word. He became flesh so flesh could become the Word. Right? So he was already the Word, but he decided to become flesh to give us access to become the Word, right? right? Remember we talked about flipping it back uh, in the, the uh, sexuality voice on Wednesday, flipping things back to spirituality first, then sensuality, then sexuality, not sexuality first as the first voice, right? And so, so if, you, if you go up here to before you get to verse 12, verse, I mean, before you get to verse 14, verse 12 says this. Well, verse 11, it says, he came unto his own, and his own received him not. So he showed up to give them something, you know, because he realized you're powerless, you're frustrated, you're going through stuff. Verse 14, it says, but many as received him, them, to them gave he power to become sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, right? So, so, so once again, he's trying to get something to us to bring things uh, in proper balance, Right? And so, so, so we said he destroys the works of the devil through our obedience, but a part of our obedience puts us in a position where we, we start to walk in power. And so that's why the scripture says in 2 second, second, second Corinthians 10.6, it says, having the readiness to avenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. We talk about that a lot at the church. So, and, and when you hear the word obedience, you start thinking of these tasks you don't want to do. But really what it is, is God told you the color was blue. It was instructions and direction to get you off, get you out of the wrong path, put you back on that narrow way, Matthew 7, 13, back to the path of fulfillment. There's plenty of things that we can do that temporarily will, will, will thrill us, right? There's uh, careers. Uh, I, I know this when you're young, when you're young, let's say you're young, you're about to get to the end of high school, so you start to feel there's going to be a change, but there's uncertainty. And the, uh, the uncertainty can be somewhat pressure. And for you, you, you know, because everybody around you says, I'm about to finish school, especially when you'll be a senior in high school. But you're actually about to finish a level to start another level. I wish people spent more time saying that. Right? And so you, you have this sense of it's over. You know, we threw up our cap and gowns, you know, like, like school was over. No, it had just begun. Like we, even if we didn't go to college, school just begins. Because now, you, you know, you're working and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I had my little part-time Burger King job when I was in um, high school. Well, you start to uh, uh, get money, right? And so now you actually think this, this, this little bit of money is going to quench your thirst. And, and I call it a little bit of money, but at the time you think it's big money because you ain't had no money. 
right? And so, so, so somebody says, oh, you're going to school? Man, I'm, I'm trying to make that paper, man. I'm trying to make money. But you ain't really making no money. But you don't realize it until now you start to cross out of being a dependent to an impendent. Some people will never leave being a dependent. They're still child. They, 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 they grown. Well, they, they're, they're, they're at an older age, but they're still dependent, right? Because so they've never really felt the weight of choice. Like, okay, if I make this, it costs me this. If I make this, it costs me that. If I make this, it costs me that. This is what the toilet paper costs. Some people don't even know toilet paper costs money. Toilet paper costs money. <laughs> we, we had this conversation all the time. She's like, that jersey, you be saying toilet. So <laughs> toilet paper costs money. Uh, toothpaste costs money, believe it or not. It's not free. Well, if you steal it, I guess it's free, but it's not free. <laughs> right? So all these things, electricity costs money. Water should be free, but that costs, don't it? And so we start to, you, you, you start to almost, you're being bribed that, hey, why keep going full circle when you can just jump off over here now? Get this little quick fix, and then it's a setup every time because it feel good, and then you look up and go, man, I got played. When all you do is just stay on the path. Stay on the path. It, the, 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 you, we are the delay. It ain't God. It, it, it seems like it's taking too long. Yes. How much have you compromised? Let, I'm, I'm saying, could we just be honest? Like, that's not me putting nobody down. Like, I don't complain that I'm late or, or la- in my latter years in ministry. You know why? Because I made choices to put myself in that position. I was supposed to do ministry a long time ago. I'm not talking about from where I was at the church, I'm talking about before I even got to that church, I was, supposed to be in, I was supposed to be a disciple ages ago. I'm out here playing around in the jungle like Simba playing with bugs, going to clubs, hanging out, doing this, that, and the other. Look, I stopped my process when I did that. Then now I'm so desperate and hungry, I'm, I'm hustling. Everything was a hustle. Oh, I take this, take this over here, uh, pay this over here. Tell you what, what we do, we got all these credit cards. What we do is get this loan, knock these credit cards out. We're going to be rolling. Rolling, you still owe the money <laughs> at a higher interest rate. Like, like you didn't get a relief, you just got more debt. And we're doing this. I'm, I'm like, hey, we do this, take this, move this over here, shift that over here, and this stuff is piling up. Finally, I had to embrace all this stuff. When I embraced it, I was like, what have I done? Now I had to say, I got to take my time and complete my process, climb that circle, pay off my bills. Listen, I came to Ohio and my license was suspended. It had been suspended for a long time, but I had been driving. And, and how I ended up getting my license, we got engaged. I was feeling so good driving. I think I was going 75 and a 55. And when a, when, a guy, when a guy stopped me, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, what you going to stop me for? I said, I said, man, what I do, I wasn't even paying attention. I just got engaged. That's what I told him. Went to court here, wrote on the ticket, Your Honor, please show leniency to this guy. And she said, I've never seen this before. Court costs, you can leave. I had just came back. I was just there the week before for another ticket. I, I was in Ohio. They had these little stickers on the back of your license, 
In New Jersey, you got the sticker in the window. So I put the, I put the license that's supposed to be on the back of the car in the front of the car. So the guy pulled me over. He's like, you ain't got no sticker. I was like, what are you talking about? What sticker? And then he looked. He said, man, you can't drive this car. So I got a ticket there. I went to court back-to-back tickets. I paid $35. I, I know people deal with racism, but these people weren't racist. They gave me favor, $35. But I had decided I wasn't making excuses. I was going to embrace every level of responsibility. And from that day forward, it's been a climb. I've just been embracing stuff. Do you know how long? 15, maybe 15, maybe longer, maybe 20. But we went so many years with no, um, we weren't getting a tax return. You know why? Because we owed. And we didn't, some of the stuff we owed from being together, but most of the stuff we owed from when we weren't together. And so we just said, hey, they just said, I told her, I said, babe, listen, in all honesty, we're going we gonna to make our payments, and then when, it, when the tax time comes, let them take the money. But, but year by year, we're going to be doing what? Paying our taxes. Guess what? We don't owe them nothing. That stuff paid for. We don't owe them nothing. And it took a while. So we're in this place of full circle. God is great. We're, we're, bill collectors don't call our house because we don't have debt. None. We don't have none. And, 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 and I'm saying God is trying to take us, like, who, who, who? Not to, we're at this place of full circle. It ain't just we don't have financial debt. We're not in spiritual debt. We're not owing obedience, owing humility. We're not owing. We're not found wanting. I'm saying that universally. We haven't arrived. Okay, so so I have to be specific. So on a grand scale of things, we're in our process making the changes and growing as disciples. Like we're right where we're supposed to be growing the way we're supposed to. We're not at a deficit. This is what I was saying, right? So when I say we don't owe, I'm not saying we're finished. I'm saying we're not at a deficit. We're, uh, the books are reconciled, (laughs) right? Right, that's all all I'm saying. So so, uh, the scripture talks about, uh, Paul said, uh, 2 Corinthians 12, real quick. 2 Corinthians 12. Because I think we can do this, man, if we... Um, sometimes you say, well, I done blew it now. Uh, why bother? That's like saying that with debt. Well, I done got debt now. We might as well, we might as well blow this thing out the water. <laughs> well, you're going to wake up one day and no, you can't live in that debt, but now you've piled it up even more. That's why we say, if not now, when? Embrace now. Like, like embrace now. So, so this is Paul. All right, 2 Corinthians, I told you 12, right? So uh, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna jump into, we're gonna get to verse seven, but let's just start here, verse. We're gonna get to verse nine, but let's get to. 
start here, verse 7. It says, unless I should be exalted above measure, see, again, out of balance through the abundance of revelation that was given to me a thorn in the flesh. So Paul knew stuff. Like some, some people in here are very knowledgeable. Like they, you know stuff, you know. It's, it's a lot of, actually, at this church, there's a whole lot of people in here that know a lot of stuff, right? Paul was like that. And not, he didn't just know knowledge, he had revelation. On top of revelation, on top of revelation, on top of revelation. He said, so lest I should be exalted through the abundance of revelation, it was given to me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan above me. So Paul can almost say, I don't understand why this is happening. I spend time in the Word, Revelation is coming after Revelation, so surely nothing should happen to me because I'm in the Word and I got Revelation, right? Right? It says, a message of Satan above me, lest I should be exalted above measure. He said it again, lest I should, you know, um, think more highly of myself. Verse 8, for this thing I besought the Lord thrice that it might depart from me. So I'm like, Lord, Lord, could you just get, to, get rid of this? I don't, I don't even think I deserve it. I don't know why this is happening. Verse 9, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. So then, then Paul said, most gladly, therefore, I would rather glory in my infirmities that the, look, look, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. The goal is to get power, right? And so he says, therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches and necessities and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So he got as much, all the revelation he got, he realized when things come at you, it do, you don't have to figure it out. You just got to trust God in the process. God told you before it came to you, the color was blue. Just because something coming at you doesn't change the color for being blue. You, what you're doing is I'm going to embrace this because I'm going to even be stronger and getting through the process. But we justify our compromise because of there's necessities, because there's persecutions. Oh, I ain't got to keep moving because I'm being persecuted. Oh, 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 oh guess what? This is a good one. They overlook me. So, so I don't have to be consistent in the things of God. I can kind of be in and be out because they overlook me. Oh, 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 oh. Well, I've gone through a lot. So, you know, hey, hey, you know, some people haven't gone through what I, I went through, even though you haven't interviewed them. No, 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 no. We don't get to change our, our, our consistency, change our passion based on circumstances. I, I had a conversation with some great men of God yesterday, and I was talking to them about, you, uh, it's, it's not all or none. It's not, it's not hey, I'm going to do all of this or none of that. You got to do it all. Right? And you can't excuse it. Maximize your moments. Walk circumspectly. You can't go, well, I would be all in with God, but I got this going on. Well, you know, my family's dealing with this. Well, you got to do family and God. Well, you know, work is doing this. You got to do work and God. And not in that order. Because you're starting off with seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all other things will be added. So it's in addition to, not in replace of. That's what those things out of balance. We think because this is stretching us a little more, I don't have to do God. I don't have to read. I don't have to press into God. I don't have to show up at church. I don't have to do those things because I'm really locked in over here. Show me that in the Bible. I, and, and again, 
not, this is not, not sarcasm or nothing, just we got to all embrace a reality. Full circus, you got to embrace it all. Like uh, we were talking about in, in Mass Life class with, with Ed and Tanya. Uh, so, so one person has a, 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 a flow with people outside of the home. The other person has to flow with people inside of the home. So, it's, so the person that's flowing with people outside of the home is like, well, you know, you don't understand. I'm out here evangelizing people. I, I don't know what you're doing. I mean, and then one person at home be like, what about, what about the children? Like, you know, like the person could be, you know, like be focused on it when they both are important. And guess what? You can focus on home, you can focus on the children, but, but that doesn't exempt you from being all in with God. You don't get to skip discipleship class because something's going on with the family or something's going on at work or something's going on in your body. You don't get to skip class. All of it is actually assisting you in passing class. You, you, you see what I'm saying? So, so we, we're wondering, I don't understand what's going on, this, that, and the other, because we've actually decided to establish our own righteousness and improve ourselves. We've told ourselves, this is enough. This is okay. When somebody makes a statement, well, God knows my heart, that person is, actually has a certain level of confidence that how they view their heart is how God views it. But you don't have to even go through all that. You can measure it by God's promotion in your life. You can measure it by God actually, and, and, and not conjured up promotion. Oh, this is Jesus. God just took me to another level. That wasn't another level. That's not another level for you. It's another level for somebody else. What has God told you to do? We're sitting on these things. We're sitting on gifts. We're sitting on, man, phenomenal abilities. And, and the holdup is just you're not prepared to handle being in that stadium. Because you don't even see that God's trying to take you to speak in that stadium. You're not pre prepared to handle the influx of people coming to your house because you heal one person. Now everybody's coming to your house to be healed. All the media is coming to your house because God used you to be healed. You're not prepared to handle that because you'll think you healed them. God healed them. So God knows, listen, uh, John G. Lake was healing folk to a point where everybody's coming to the crib. They created some type of house where people can come in the house, learn about the word, and walk out in healing. But even when John G. Lake wasn't there, traveling all over the world, they were still coming to the house. And the wife was working to uh, feed and to take care of these people. She worked herself to death. They wasn't prepared for it. She, uh, 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 John Alexander Dowie, powerful man of faith, signs, wonders, and miracles. He wasn't prepared to handle. Listen, this dude... Prosperity came to him so fast, they bought, I don't know, nine, ten, back then, 900 acres, whatever, and built a city, Zion, Illinois. That dude lost his mind. He wasn't, he wasn't prepared to handle. See, he never knew he was going to be, what do he call himself, some type of archbishop, something. Man, he had all types of titles, war types of garb, you know, and nobody could, could question nothing he did. Somebody criticized him one day. He bought the train, and took all of his people 
thousands of people on the train just to answer the critic. That's how, that's how much he lost his mind. So, so God doesn't want you to lose your mind. He doesn't want you to be overwhelmed with the thousands. And he doesn't want you to slip and say something that got nothing to do with God because millions of people are watching you. Where do you get that preparation for? So you may think the job or profession that you're doing is what your purpose to do. No, you're called. It's way beyond that. And if you spend more time with God, you'll see he has a full circle and a next level. As much as you, you know, I can see myself doing this, it's, it's exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask a thing. It's way beyond that. And so that's what the preparation is for. Way beyond that, whatever that is. And we just talked about it. If not now, when? If not now, when will you embrace the full circle? Like when, 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 when is a good time? When Jesus come? Monday? <laughs> yeah, you, you, everybody go, I, dude, I get to that Monday. Right, so, so, so God is, ooh, God is really trying to get it to us, man. He's really trying to get it to us. And he's been working to, to give us insight, give us revelation, get us locked in. Sometimes we, 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 we're locked in and sometimes we're not. And, and then we're doing these worldly things and I call them worldly things because they ain't godly things. Not because we're evil, because we don't think anything that wrong because they're positive. So God gave you a platform for you to uh, water it down with the world? Why? So he said, how, how would you lead your family and your kids? Okay, this is good. This is God. I just want us to think about this going full circle. How you, your system of operation and how you're flowing with the kingdom. Would you risk your kid's life on flowing like that? L- listen, w- listen to what I just, I guess, Marcus, you were correct, okay? Marcus said I needed to fix it. I was like, no, nah, it's fine. It just closes, but it keeps popping, so I don't know anything about braces. All right, so. So, so just look at your way of operating. Look at how you flow. Look at your, 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 your consistency. Look at your discipline, whatever it is. Would you take that, package it, and tomorrow you can lead the world and you can lead your family. And everything is going to be based on your discipline, your consistency, your sanctification, your holiness. Would you, would, would you bank the world on it? Would you bank your, your children on it? Oh, no, you ain't got to do nothing else. Just do this. If you're honest, I'm saying if you're honest. So, that, so, so what, what the Lord is trying to say is we are banking our children and the world on it. We just don't realize it. Like you're dreaming don't you want to experience it? Or do you just want to just dream it? I'm talking about God dreams. I ain't talking about. Didn't we talk about that before? God dreams? Yeah, yeah, I ain't talking about, you know, little fantasies <laughs> that's adversary influenced, right? So, 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 God loves us. His plan is always better than ours because his plan is why we're here. It's the why. And listen, 
The why is exhilarating. Questions are answered. What did you say this morning, Tanya? It's like, oh, oh that's, some stuff was answered. How do you feel when, when things are clear? To, I, ah, I get it now. Right? God's trying to get you to the why. He's trying to get you to, been trying to get you to the why for a long time now. Trying to get you to why. So, so we're going to do our part. That's what, this is full circle. We got to get to the why too. Uh, the why for our lives. Like we, we ain't like walking on water and rise. And we're going to do our part. And so uh, like truth and the love at a whole nother level because God has a timing for things. We can't play. And so I, I was sharing this with uh, 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 two of the uh, growing solid men of God here yesterday, and I was telling them, this year, y'all going to see the why? why? Why we do things the way we do things? We're just following God's instructions. But everybody wants the, uh, uh, what do you say, the cleft notes or the advanced script. You want to take a test. You're like, hey, man, did you take that test last year? Yo, let me get your notes. Can't nobody give you notes for your test. It's, it's individually customized from God. And we're just being obedient. Know, not, know what we're doing? When God shows us, so, so when he shows me Harold, so God will, get, he'll, he'll show me Harold, and he'll say, I need you to do this with Harold. You know what he's saying? The color's blue. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I don't always know why. She, God will tell her, hey, 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 this is, this is what I need you to do with Venetia. She don't know why. God's saying the color's red. She going, okay. But we always see why. Like God be showing us why. Like he shows us why sometimes before he shows you why. But we say, okay, I get it now. I see why. This times I want to do, no, 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 don't say that. Don't, no, no, don't do, you better not tell them that. You're going to mess up everything. You're going to give them information that they're, they're not going to be able to handle. It's going to change the direct trajectory. I'll get that right. Of, of, of how they flow in passing their tests, they're going to shift over here because, oh, I'm supposed to do this? But if you keep doing what you're doing, they'll discover what I'm trying to reveal to them the whole time. But th- this year, you'll see why. Some of you will see why be, and be exhilarated. Some of you will see why and be like, man, I should have just did it. But guess what? The people that are saying I should have just did it will be in a position where you still can do it. <laughs> it's just, just, when I discovered why, I was like, man, like even ministry, I was like, man, I should have embraced this. I should have did that. I should have been more responsible here. I shouldn't have been in fear here. I went through all that. And guess what? I just said, okay, well, I, I just got to start from where I'm at. I can't go back in time and change it. It hurts, but that's my fuel to stay focused. I'm never going to be in that situation again. She is never going to be in that situation again. My fuel is, I was a fool. That's my fuel. I'm never going to be a, a, a fool again. I'm not saying I won't, I won't miss it and make uh, dumb decisions, but I'll never be a fool again. Never. It hurt too much. It's depressing. It'll have you running from yourself. Deceiving yourself. Opposing yourself. Then you have to come to yourself all over again. No, never. And I would suggest here, as a uh, designated leaders, I would suggest you decide 
to no longer be a fool. I, but I would start with you embracing if you're foolish. You know, I mean, you got to, if you don't know where you're at, you can't get where you're going, right? I would just embrace, what did you say, how you stop lying? You just go to people, hey, I just lied to you. You know, I just lied, my bad. So I was just foolish. You know, you're almost like, it was y'all. Did, y'all got some type of password, pumpkin or something? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm telling you. P- pumpkin spice. I guess that's like a code for when people are like out of focus or whatever. I don't know. But I was sitting around and I was like, why do they keep saying pumpkin spice? I mean, I love pumpkin spice, but what does that have to do with this situation? All right. Hey, hey, maybe the code word should be foolish. That's yeah, foolish. That. Listen, I know I just gave you an outburst. I know I fought for that. Hey, I know I actually gave you a lot of pushback. You know what? Let's rewind. That's just foolish. I'll just be foolish. We'll just continue with embracing this process. I, my bad. Just being foolish. Why don't we try it? Just, just try it on. Try it on this week. You know what? My bad. Just being foolish. You know, let, you know, why don't we just try it on? Yeah. And guess what? Once I know where I'm at, God can take me from there. Because I know the truth now. I'm free. I'm not bound by being foolish. And I can come full circle, man, and get this thing and get fulfilled. All right, stand on your feet. All right.